This is Law for Community Workers Spotlight on the Shortcut Series podcast for community and health workers produced by Legal Aid New South Wales. My name is Pauline and I'm from the Community Legal Education Branch here in Legal Aid and we would like to acknowledge that our podcast is recorded on Aboriginal land and pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations listeners joining us today. Always was, always will be. Today, our guests are Katie Green and Eloise Casey, and we're shining the spotlight on the Trans and Gender Diverse Legal Service, which is a legal service offered by the Inner City Legal Centre here in Sydney in partnership with Dentons. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Hi, hi Pauline, it's great to meet you. Uh, my name's Katie and I'm the Managing Principal Solicitor of the Inner City Legal Centre, or ICLC for short. We are the only specialist LGBTIQ plus legal service of its kind in New South Wales. And I am really fortunate um, in my role that I get to work with members of the queer community. We've just wound up the month of Mardi Gras and Sydney World Pride celebrations, and it's been a really special time for our centre. Thanks, Katie. Hi, Eloise. Thanks for having us. So I'm my name is Eloise and I manage the Trans and Gender Diverse Legal Service on behalf of Dentons. And I also volunteer with the service as an advising solicitor. And what I really like most about this role is it gives me an opportunity to do something that's very different to the corporate legal work I do as part of my day-to-day job. So it's great to do something meaningful and feel like I'm giving back to the community. Well, welcome again to you both. Thank you for joining us today. So let's start our spotlight on with what service does the TGDLS provide and what do you think would be a typical matter for the service or for your team? Yeah, so the TGDLS provides pro bono legal support and advice to the trans and gender diverse community. And as Katie said, it's the first service of its kind in Australia. So the service was founded in 2018 and it's jointly run by the Inner City Legal Centre in partnership with Dentons, which is a commercial law firm. Our service is available to trans and gender diverse clients in New South Wales, but given our appointments are by phone, we can from time to time actually take appointments from outside New South Wales. So our service can really have quite a broad reach. And we advise on a variety of matters, so ranging from criminal law to family law to employment law, but the legal issues that we really advise on the most are probably things like discrimination, changing name and gender markers on identity documents, dealing with schools, so both from the perspective of a parent and from the perspective of a young person or a student, employment issues, and also medical treatment for minors. Okay, excellent. And what about you, Katie, can you talk to us about who your target clients are? And are there any specific eligibilities to access the service? Mm, Thank you for asking. So, Unlike the generalist legal services provided to local members of the community by the ICLC, we have deliberately kept the eligibility for the TGDLS very broad. So our service offers an entry point to a range of legal and other community-based services for people who identify as trans or people who might be at the beginning of their journey and are gender questioning. We also, in some situations, can offer advice and assistance for concerned friends and family members within a limited scope, of course, because we are lawyers bound by the professional rules. Historically, though, um, particularly before amendments to the Family Law Act a few years ago and our centre won that case, a lot of parents of trans children would come to us seeking advice on accessing stage two hormone treatment for young people because previously all of those cases had to go through the family court. So it is really important that we keep the doors open to as many people who might be 
impacted or affected or have questions about issues affecting trans and gender diverse people. Importantly, it's not means tested. And again, that's because it's important to keep the doors open. We recognise, I guess, the special disadvantage of a lot of people affected by trans and gender diverse type issues. However, of course, after a preliminary consultation through the clinic, we would probably refer clients who are significantly above the means test. It just so happens in most cases, clients of this service do happen to be on a low income. Anyhow, we're also available, importantly, for this podcast to offer to speak to solicitors from other partnership services such as the ALS or Legal Aid or indeed private lawyers because we do have the specialist knowledge about trans and gender diverse specific legal issues. This may come up, for instance, in the criminal law context where a trans person is held in custody or has been misgendered by police. Um, It might come up in a situation where a client who's also experiencing migration concerns and identifies as trans. We have a client in that situation right now. And ideally, we try to work as closely as we can with other service providers to provide a wraparound, inclusive and intersectional legal service. Wonderful. So what would be the best way for community workers to make referrals to your service? You did mention the phone before, so I imagine people can just ring and self-refer? Yep, yep. So we're pretty old school like that. Call us. Um, Our phone number is 02-9332-1966 or you can email iclc at iclc.org.au. But importantly, we are available to receive warm referrals from partner organisations and that's probably where at least 50% of our referrals actually come from. So we frequently take referrals from Legal Aid, the Sex Worker Outreach Project, the AIDS Council of New South Wales, the Kirkton Road Centre, you know, homeless services in the area. But clients and family members of clients are welcome to contact us directly at the ICLC and they'll be booked in for an appointment with the specialist clinic. Excellent. So how can people keep up to date with everything that's happening with the service? Do you have a newsletter or e-alert? Are you guys on social media? (laughs) Um, As a CLC, I've got to say, I feel like we could do better (laughs) at social media, but we're just so busy delivering the service that sometimes we're a bit slow. Probably the best way to keep up to date about our service would be to subscribe to our newsletter, um, which you can do on our website, which is iclc.org.au. And the ICLC does have a Facebook page as well, where you can follow all of our goings on, including Trans Day of Visibility, which is coming up in two weeks. So we'll certainly be amplifying trans voices as much as we can in the coming weeks in the lead up to that event. So, Eloise, in the partnership, do you present at conferences or do you provide training sessions or webinars for services or community groups? Yes, we do. So, uh, since the launch of the service um, a couple of years ago, we've done a number of presentations and we're always happy to do more and to educate people about the unique legal issues that the trans and gender diverse community faces. So, always happy to do training and presentations. A few years ago, we travelled to Newcastle to speak to a group of trans and gender diverse people and also separately to a group of parents of trans and gender diverse young people about dealing with kind of the specific legal issues that they face. And we've also presented to LGBTQIA plus student groups at universities. So we did one at UNSW and also I've presented at a lecture at a university as well, so at UTS. Eloise, trans and gender diverse people face a lot of discrimination just trying to live their lives. Are there specific anti-discrimination services or laws to protect trans and gender diverse people? Great 
question, Pauline. So there are anti-discrimination laws in place to protect trans and gender diverse people from discrimination on the basis of gender identity. And in fact, in New South Wales, there are actually special protections in the legislation specifically for transgender people. But as is always the case with legislation, unfortunately, there are quite a few gaps in the protection that's offered. And the law does fall short in a lot of ways and could be improved in a lot of ways. So clients really look to us to help them navigate the law and what to do if they find that they've experienced discrimination. Okay, that's great. So then, Eloise, what would be the one thing you would like anyone who is trans or gender diverse and they need some legal advice or they have an issue that might be legal, they're just not sure, what what do you want them to know? Yeah, what I would say is, you know, they're not alone. While I can't obviously speak on behalf of the trans community, I can say from my own experience, both managing the service and also advising clients that come to us, it's really clear that trans and gender diverse people face significant and numerous barriers within the Australian legal system. So there's still a lot of ignorance in Australia about the trans experience and issues such as misgendering, inappropriate use of language and discrimination are all too common. So the purpose of the TGDLS is as much to provide a safe space for trans clients to access legal support as it is to provide legal advice. So we're really striving to do both and I would encourage yeah, anyone who feels like they might need assistance to reach out to us. And Katie? And I would just like to add on to that. Our service is able to provide advice, particularly with changing gender markers on passports and on birth certificates um, and other legal documents. And trans people experience financial hardship when making these changes. I mean, the medical process and the social process also costs money for a person who's trans. And in recognition of that, We've just recently received a very generous donation from the ICLC Foundation who fundraise for some of our activities that aren't specifically funded and clients who come through the legal advice service who are seeking to change their name and gender on their identity documents can receive financial support to cover the costs of taking that step, which is a really great thing that's being funded by the ICLC Foundation because it's all well and good to know what the law is, but if you can't actually afford you know, the cost. And Eloise, how much is it to change your birth certificate? In, is it $250 in New South Wales? I think it, it's $135, I think, to either change your name or your gender marker. And then I think yeah. the cost is similar for also changing the other one. Yeah. So it can be, it can, yeah, it can add up. Yeah. So we're, we're very pleased to be able to offer our clients that financial assistance as well if they need it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Katie and Eloise, and for letting us shine the spotlight on the trans and gender diverse legal service. Thanks, Pauline. It was great to speak to you. Yeah, thank you so much. And I would just like to make a quick shout out to the upcoming event, the Transgender Day of Visibility, which is on March 31 every year, to those of you that are listening to this now or on a later date. And um, a little bit of history, Trans Day Visibility was started by activist Rachel Crandall in 2009 as a reaction to the lack of recognition and celebration of trans people in the community and noting that the only well-known gender diversity centred day at that time was the Trans Day of Remembrance, which is, of course, a day of mourning. So it's an exciting um, day and time for our community. It was created as a day to acknowledge and celebrate living members of the trans community. And we encourage all people working in like-minded community organisations to take action on the day, 
to celebrate, to promote and boost the voices of trans people in your workplace, in your community, amongst your clients. And thank you very much for having us on your podcast. You're both very welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure and I have no doubt that the information you've given us today and the things we've spoken about are going to help a lot of people. So that was our guests, Katie and Eloise from the Trans and Gender Diverse Legal Service. As always, you'll find links to all the websites and resources mentioned in this episode listed in our show notes, as well as a full transcript, or you can email us to cle at legalaid.nsw.gov.au. This has been Spotlight On. Thank you for listening and goodbye, everyone.